Knock, knock. Please, knock, knock. Knock, knock. Let me in. Please, please, let me in. It's Nacho Mama's Christine Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Nacho Mama's Christine Podcast. Christine Podcast. Don't take yourself too seriously. I am your host, and I'm back. It's Shane, your favorite. But Eric is also here. I'm always here. I don't leave. I'm not gone for nothing. <laughs> not gone for nothing. Uh-huh. If it wasn't for me, we wouldn't be recording today. What do you mean? Were you going to text me and say, hey, are we recording today? I was expecting your text. I was waiting no, for your oh, text. Oh, you're one of those people. When you, when you texted so, me no, this morning. No, I don't morning, do it I expect you're going to do it. When you texted me this morning, before I even looked at it, I said to Lauren, I was like, Eric texted me. I was going to do the podcast. And then I opened it. Yep. Hey, want to record today? Yep. You're sure one can. of the... You're one of those friends, not that we're friends, but... <laughs> not that we're friends. As th- uh, everyone has these type of friends where it's like, you always have to text them and uh-huh. they never, ever text you. And everyone to be like, why don't you ever text me? And they go, well, because I know you're going to text me. It's like, yeah, but, but it'd be nice. It'd be I... nice if you texted me every once in a while. I, why do I always got to bug you about doing the podcast? I did it with Lance uh, two weeks ago and it was brilliant. It was, brilliant. It was prime bod- podcasting. I've, it's the best podcasting I've ever heard. Wow. I will say this. I listened to that episode and it was very good and it was all because of Lance. <laughs> it was, so, he had some good questions. He had some good things that he was bringing up. Atheist Adam coming through in the clutch, making sure that the podcast doesn't drown without the host being gone. All I know is if Shane and I like have like a Oasis type like brother breakup like mm-hmm. Liam and and the other Gallagher <laughs> Noel no yeah and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with Lance yeah well I I'll would, start no, a new band I would I would go with Lance Lance got to choose yeah <laughs> or he could go back and forth either way mm. hey well I guess that I, I guess that I should give um, an update on Russell because I know that if you if you're close with us then you know um, how how our family's doing how Russell's doing but a lot of our listeners. Have not heard too much. I know that you gave a little update saying that everything went well um, in that episode with Atheist Adam. But if you've been a listener for a while, and uh, um, this is my first time back on the podcast since Russell got his surgery uh, a little while, about a month ago now at this point. Um, and uh, I just want to say that uh, that we're so thankful to everybody who was praying. We're so appreciative of all of the messages that people sent, Lauren and I, um, and letting us know that, that they were thinking about us and, uh, and, and being there for us, praying for us. We really, really, really appreciate it. Everything with Russell has gone better than we could have ever hoped. He got a surgery at Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C., which is about an hour away from where we live. Um, and uh, we were in the hospital for only two weeks, which was amazing. That we were there for only that long. That was like the shortest that we could have possibly been there, which means that everything went as well as we could have possibly hoped for. Surgery was was a success. Um, the the doctors were wonderful. The nurses were wonderful. Uh, there are some special people at that hospital and at Johns Hopkins, as as I talked about um, before. But it was cool because Lauren and I got to build relationships with the nurses there, um, and uh, we you know because we were living at the hospital basically for for two weeks. And it was quite a long experience, but um, everything went great. Russell's home now, uh, and he's like he seems like he's practically back to normal. He doesn't have to take any more medicine. He doesn't have any brace on, which he came home with. That he, He's off of that now. We go back for a checkup in uh, about a month, and they're going to check on him again and see how he's doing. But everything's good. 
So we're so we're so happy about that. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> and and thankfully, all the Russell stuff happened right before. Yes, um, the apocalypse. Yeah, that's what Lauren and I were talking about. Is that like, man, when when they told us that Russell needed to get his surgery as quick as it happened, we weren't prepared for that, and we were like, oh my! They told us, okay, you need to get surgery in a week, and we thought it was going to be about a month or at mm-hmm. least. And so we were kind of like freaking out. Oh my gosh, a week! We got to get everything together. We're not ready for this. And now it's it was it's so obvious that it was all in God's timing because we didn't know that all this COVID nineteen stuff was going to happen. And we get Russell surgery in, and he gets out of the hospital. Everything goes well, and then as soon as we're out of the hospital, boom! Our country is hit with with uh, with a coronavirus. And I couldn't imagine what we would have been doing at this point, going back and forth. Um, with everything happening in the world now. Yeah. It's called the Chinese virus, Shane. <laughs> All right, Trump. <laughs> That's um, great. Did you see what he said about Mitt Romney? No, Mitt Romney's an idiot, though. No, but did you see what? No, <laughs> no did, I didn't know. Because Mitt Romney went into, um, he's he may have it, he doesn't know yet, and so he is getting tested, and he is uh, self-quarantined himself. And mm-hmm. they, they, somebody told that to Trump in a press conference, and he went, oh, Mitt Romney is? Gee, that's too bad. <laughs> that's what he said. I know, but it's, it's – I know he's the president, but that's funny. Like, it's funny. How that's, is that funny? <laughs> he literally could die if he has it. Mitt Romney's 70 years old. Uh, I know. It just – that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it'll be, it won't be funny if he dies. I get that. But anyways. That's insane. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're just so fortunate because even being in the, it, like if you're in the hospital now, you don't have visitors. Sorry. Yeah, I know it's it's been uh, it's been crazy, and we are because we are responsible podcasters. So everyone knows we are not together doing this. We we are social distancing ourselves. Yep. From each other. Yep. We were seeing we were hanging out a lot with people last week. Not not a lot like with our the parents family or family. Friends, yeah. Um, but I know this week we're like being extra strict on like just at our house, which we might go nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys are doing more of that stuff or do yeah, you know what you're doing. We are. Well, I did go to the store today, to a grocery store. Yeah, but if you got to go to because, store, like, we had, stores. We were like out of food. <laughs> so I was like, I have to go. And it actually, I went to Costco today and um, it really wasn't bad. Not bad yeah. at all. Now, there's still but, no toilet paper anywhere. I went to Costco and another grocery store, could not find any toilet paper. And we're yeah. like down to. I don't know, maybe six rolls or something like that. So I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> we need to find some toilet paper. Well, we have friends that have all the toilet paper. They're the problem. Who? Little John. How much he's does he have? Like sixty rolls. Why? Because he's part of the problem. He is part of the problem. And listen, I, I, I'm, I, I appreciate everyone that's listening, but I want you, the people that are listening mm-hmm. that are hoarding all the toilet paper to know mm-hmm. you're part of the problem. Yep. You are part of the problem. We, if everyone just bought the amount of toilet paper we've always needed, yeah. we would be fine. Right. No one would have to worry about it. And first off, you know what? It's going to happen if I run out of toilet paper. Tissues. Yeah. Napkins. Your hand. Paper towels. My <laughs> hand. A hose. A squirt gun. Like I'll figure it out. Like you're not going to die because of toilet paper. But for some reason, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the hot commodity. So everyone's taking it now. Now none of us can get it now. Yeah. And I bought the last toilet paper we bought were like ten bucks for like. Eight rolls. It was uh-huh. ridiculous yeah, how, cheap, how expensive price. it was. See, but it's not as and now it's it's if you run out of toilet paper, it's it's gonna be it's gonna suck for sure. 
But like for guides, it's not quite as bad because we don't have to use toilet paper every time we go to the bathroom. Uh, but like if if we have to if we have to do what we need to do and we don't have any toilet paper, I'm just showering right afterwards. <laughs> Fix that. But yeah, for I, but for I girls, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be more of an issue. It's a lot of showers in a day. Three, an average of two to three a day. Yes, <laughs> that's crazy. So, well, let's let's talk about this. So everybody, I, I'm I don't know if everybody's sick of talk about the coronavirus at this point. But what else are we going to talk about? Right, <laughs> it's yeah. what's happening in the world. But what we can talk about, since we are both pastors, is the the church's pers- perspective of how to continue to do ministry mm-hmm. with all of this going on because obviously it's different and it, and it's a challenge. I uh like for us it's 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 different but we can make it work yeah. cuz we understand technology a little more. Mm-hmm. The people and the churches that I worry about, which we I we know people that are yeah. pastors of these churches are those that um are older generation yeah. that is most of our congregation, they don't even, they don't know how to do right. um, YouTube live or Facebook or yeah. any of that stuff. So like, um, or they do, but it, it, I saw somebody say, so a lot of people tagged me in this uh, on Facebook, I think where they said, Hey, let's pray for all the pastors this week as they try to make their live stream, not look like an Osama bin Laden video. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know. I saw it too. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the challenge, right? Cause we're, uh-huh. Well, we when I first heard about it, and it's I feel like everyone's doing this, but I had two weeks ago I had a staff meeting, tech team meeting, board meeting, mm-hmm. and then another board meeting because we had a board meeting, and then the next day they were like things are like then they escalated it, so like crap, I need another board meeting, um, and we and I've, I had so many meetings last week to figure out okay, here's what's going to be our our protocol on Sundays. We're going to ask people not to touch each other. We're gonna. Um, we're going to... Yeah, that was a waste uh, of a meeting, huh? <laughs> it was like... It wasn't one meeting. I'm talking about three meetings. <laughs> I had an email written out. I sent it to you. Uh-huh, yeah. Remember? I said, I said, Shane, are you going to email your church? She's like, nah, I wasn't going to. <laughs> and I was like, you should. Let me show no, you what I'm saying. Because I was waiting to No, hear. you weren't. You're lazy. No, I'm not. So, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so I, we had all these plans of how we were going to have live service for it to be announced that we aren't allowed to, basically. Yeah. So like, crap, now we, how are we going to do it? Then our, our first live stream was, was a little rough because we didn't know we were so not prepared. And then now we've gotten to be a little better. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's crazy the dynamics and how things are just changing so quickly for everybody. And in church world, how it's changing every day, we're changing right. what we're going to do. And, and every, every event we had and every event coming up, like I'm not... Like someone asked me about a, a summer event, I'm like, I don't know, I, I don't even want to think about it because I don't want to make any plans right. for something that's not going to happen. Yeah, and who knows how long it's going to take. But how is it? Is, has it been hard for you guys to transition? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that it's it's challenging for for everybody. But see, for us, since we meet in an elementary school, you don't you don't meet in a school. Uh, but uh, we're in Howard County, Maryland, and so to rent an elementary school, it's not like you go through the school; you go through Howard County Public School System. So it's easier for it was easy now. Obviously, now everybody's closed and they're not having church on Sundays. And if they are, then that's absurd. But nobody, nobody that I know of is doing that at this point. But before, when it was just all starting to happen, and some places were closing and some places were not, and we didn't know what to do, for us, it's always easy. And this same way, when it snows, we don't make the call. Howard County does. So mm-hmm. people ask me, "Hey, are we going to have church on Sunday?" I'm like, "We are." If Howard County doesn't tell us, we're not. 
you know? So it's, yeah. it's not, it's not even my choice. And that was the way it was with, with this. I was like, it, until Howard County says we can't meet at their school, then we'll have church. Once they tell us that we can't, then we won't. So that decision's already made. But like trying to figure out, and we already do weekly live streams. Um, do you guys do a live stream every week? We weren't. We uh, we okay. are now. We'll keep it up. Like so, we, we had things yeah. planned, but we right. we rushed it to we, get it we, out now. We live stream every service that we do. So it wasn't that hard of a transition for us. It's just changing the location, and we just mm-hmm. are doing it at my house instead of at the school. So it, it wasn't that difficult. And then the other thing that's a benefit for us, be, since we do rent and we don't have a mortgage, then that means that we don't have to pay our, our rent. It's We're not held to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where if you had a mortgage at, at, for a church, then you would have to pay that. And the other benefit for us is most of our tithes are online. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know the exact percentage, but I would say about 80% of our t- annual tithes at least come from online giving. So, and, and a lot of that is recurring. So there are many churches who are like, oh, how are we going to pay our bills? Because most of their tithes come from in person, the offering plates being, being passed by. And they have a mortgage. And they have a mortgage where we don't have a mortgage and most of our tithes are online. So actually, we're doing fine. Yeah. Um, what, you brought up one thing that I do want to touch on really quick. Because I do know that there still are some churches in our country that are meeting. Yeah. Um, I think that's the most unchurched thing you could possibly do. Yep. I think it's the, the most opposite thing of Jesus. And I understand why churches are doing it. Because historically, um, and this is something that I wrestle with, historically the church has never canceled, right? Like during, during plagues, the church kept meeting. During um, persecution, the church kept meeting. When it came to leprosy, Jesus walked to the lepers and the church ministered to lepers. Didn't matter the risk that they took in their own life. So I understand the importance of continually meeting together and community and why you don't want to interrupt that. However, we know, everyone knows listening, how this virus works. And the best thing that we can do for the most vulnerable people in our world is to stay home. So to continue to have church because you have to have community... You can do that virtually. We're in a day and age, you know, virtually. Having to do that is the most unchristlike thing that we can do. Now, I do believe the second that the world needs people to show up to help the sick, no matter what risk it is to them, the church should be the first one stepping up. Like, you know, we'll do it, and it doesn't matter what risk we're going to take. But us doing, us continuing to meet and churches continuing to meet is selfish. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's putting everyone else at risk. And when you continue to leave the house, I understand if you got to work, you have to work. There's nothing else you can do. But just do what you have to do. Like, I'm going to keep living my life. I don't care. It's selfish. Yeah. And it's it's saying, I don't care about the most vulnerable of people. So um, any church that does that, uh, and if you go to one that, that does that, uh, shame on them. Yeah. Well, and the difference <laughs> There's is... There's not many of them, yeah. but I have seen some. Well, the difference is from when, obviously, with, when Jesus was walking around and, and, and working with the lepers and people that, that wouldn't other people wouldn't talk to them or plagues or anything like that, is that they didn't have the technology we have today. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to still have church virtually, at least, and still interact with one another and still have community and still communicate. Like, they didn't have that, you know, 100 years ago when, when things would go wrong, or obviously more than that. We all know that, that about technology and, and the age of technology. Mm-hmm. But it, it is absolutely absurd if any church is still meeting in person 
and uh, and it is a it, it, they are doing a disservice to their community and a disservice to the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's really what it is. I understand you're trying to make community, but you're hurting your community yeah. by making it where people still have to come in order to have community. That's the biggest issue to me. You have to um, understand what continuing meeting and spreading this is going to do. The worst thing you can do for your community is making people go out of their house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's I, and I, it's that's so small, and I don't even know if anyone listening even goes to a church that's that way at this point. Like most churches are not doing that. We aren't meeting in person most likely for at least the next three Sundays, at and, least. No, it's gonna. Be, I, I think it'll definitely be more. Than at that. this point, that's what our plan is, and we'll just keep updating it as we keep going. Um, it depends. Here, uh, we're we're not a state that's on complete lockdown. There are what states are uh, California, New York, Ohio, uh, at least New York City. Um, so here's I don't know about you, but uh, well, I know a little bit about about how you are. But if we go on lockdown, complete lockdown, which there's there's rumors that that could happen for us, how long do you think that can last for our society? Like, how long could you go in complete lockdown before you go? You know what? Screw this! I'm leaving. Like it is what it is at this point. Yeah, because we're all going to get to that point. We're all communal beings. We definitely need community. We're learning that. There will be a point for everyone. That's a breaking point. Like I cannot do this any longer. I have to get out. Yeah. Well, and and you know me, and people who who are close to me know that I struggle sitting still. Like I, it it is very difficult for me to just be at home all the time. And I feel like since Christmas, I've just been at home or at the hospital, and yeah. I am going crazy. <laughs> I am already like, oh, this is so difficult. It, it is an absolute challenge for me to do that. And remember, like, like when I say since Christmas, because of everything with Russell, like, so every, the, everyone else is just recently getting on quarantine. Our family has been on quarantine for the last few months already. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. like, it's it's even added for for me where I'm like. I am I'm losing it at times, and um, <laughs> and for me to just go to Costco today, and Lauren, she, my wife, knows me so well that she understands this, and she was like, "Did you have fun?" I was like, "Yes, I loved it. Like I love just even just going by myself and just getting out and just walking around a store. It was really really helpful for for me to do. But I, we're all going to get to that point. Even the most introverted people are eventually going to get tired of of being." at home and not being able to do stuff. We'll be depressed. Yeah. We'll all get depressed. Well, because we're mean, not meant why, to do that. No. And that's why uh, we had one yesterday, but um, that's why, or two days ago, if you're, uh, if you're listening to this day, it comes out, but that's why like virtual parties are, are, are a big thing. Now we played, mm-hmm. um, we played Jackbox games. So yeah. You know, Jackbox. Uh, we all got on a zoom call. All we had like 10 of us all yeah. on a zoom call playing, Jackbox games. That's what I mean. We're probably gonna do that a lot. My wife's off work. I'm mm-hmm. working a ton, but um, but she's off work, so she's been packing our house, and we're, we haven't even put our house on the market yeah. or looked at a house. Right, <laughs> we're, right. we're already packing. That's good. Else to do. Take There's advantage of it. Yeah. So um, it's 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 all just nuts. But what are some of the things that you've seen uh, with churches? I don't know if you, I watch a bunch of funny like live stream videos that came out today. I don't yeah. know if you saw any. Of like live stream fails because think about it. This is the I first. This Sunday, this past Sunday was had to have been the most streamed Sunday service ever. Two Sundays ago was, but there were still a lot of churches that were meeting because they could. Um, Pat, this last Sunday, barely any church in America is meeting. They're all going virtual. They have to do something. Um, 
and I know Facebook crashed. Did you? Yes. Did, so did we, we were doing Facebook Live because um, I felt like that was the easiest way for people to find us. Like if somebody isn't as tech savvy, not that it's hard to find the YouTube Live or anything like that, but I was like, that's where the most eyes could find us. And we did it the first week and it worked great. People were able to find us really easily. This week we do it. And because so many other churches were doing it, it crashed in the middle of, of our sermon and we didn't realize it. And somebody called me on the phone because I wasn't actually preaching. Uh, pastor Nicole, who's, who's our executive pastor, was preaching. And I had to stop her in the middle of it. And we had to go back and we had to find it again and pick it back. <laughs> so it's like, okay. So I don't know if... I don't it was know for it was, everybody. Yeah. It was like, I'm, I'm part of some groups on Facebook, like uh, pro-church media type mm-hmm. groups. And yeah, they were all saying, Facebook crashed today. Yeah. So, <laughs> But now I'm like, okay, is everybody going to go to YouTube next week? And then is it going to happen on YouTube? Like, I don't know. I think that YouTube probably has better bandwidth and better capacity to handle yeah. that. Yeah. But um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go on YouTube this week. Yeah. So, because I don't want it to crash again. They um for us, uh, I don't know if you saw any of ours, but if you get a chance, just watch just the beginning. Um, I started and my mic, my, I was using mic, so we were going through our soundboard, and my battery pack died immediately, like <laughs> right when battery? we started live streaming. So I'm talking, and and there's something I did that was stupid. We had a little monitor, and I was like, I told our sound guy, like, hey, we don't need a, I don't need this monitor. I can hear my, I'll be able to hear myself. So just turn it off. So he turned it off. So I don't really know when I'm talking whether uh, it's actually coming through. And live streams most of the time are like a 30 second delay. Yeah. <laughs> so we have somebody that's watched on on our on a computer watching it actually being live streamed. Um, but they're 30. You know how long 30 seconds is? Yeah, it's a long time. It, like, it's an eternity. So by, so I'm talking. And then they're kind of being like, we don't hear you. <laughs> so <laughs> then I go to another mic, which another guy uses. So hopefully none of us have the Corona because yeah. we're going to spread it to each other. And I, I'm talking to that. And then the sound guy didn't turn it on. And I thought it was fine. So I'm just talking away. <laughs> another 30 seconds go by. <laughs> and then and then I they eventually just unmute me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm talking about, sure. Like in the <laughs> middle of a sentence, it just starts unmuting. Yeah. So it, it was probably a good 40 40 to seconds to a, a, a minute of yeah. me talking and no one hearing a single thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's what it is. But I think that people understand it, you know, and people know that this is not the normal thing. And obviously, yeah, I mean, but you're, Shane, you're talking to a maximizer, a three, an achiever. Yeah. Like, I'm freaking out about some of this stuff. It needs yeah. to be the best impression possible. See, and this is the difference between you and I because I want things to be as good as it can possibly be. But when things don't work well or things don't work right, I'm just like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, you're fine like, with settling for okay. Well, <laughs> no, I'm not I'm fine with settling will- for okay. Yeah, I'm willing to go the uh, extra step to make it as good as possible. I'm not fine with settling for okay. I just know that that uh, that I that not I, but our church has solid enough relationships where we all understand and we all are will have patience with one another. Where if something goes wrong, that people will be like, that's okay. I know that Shane loves me anyways. I know people will show grace, but I'm also trying to give a good impression to people watch for the very first time. Yes, but you don't care, you sometimes, don't care about that. Some, no, it's not that I don't care about that. <laughs> sometimes it's important for us to all understand that, hey, we're all people and that we all make mistakes and that we all mess up. But guess what? God loves us anyways. Oh, gosh. That's a you're such a pastor. You you're such a pastor. <laughs> it's a difference between you and I. That's that's our that's our personality. I, I obviously understand that. Yeah, and I, I obviously understand be... the importance of giving our best. <laughs> um, uh, I also did you see any other videos of of things that were that went wrong? 
I past. didn't see I didn't see videos of things that went wrong. Here, here's some things I saw, and if any of you have any examples, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, um, and I'll tell you the ways you can share that uh, <laughs> soon. Uh, in about like a minute or two minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got it. I understand, Eric. <laughs> I'm smelling what you're stepping in. <laughs> um, but here's some things I saw. There was a live stream of somebody. Um, I don't know what church it was. And the drummer's playing and a tree <laughs> falls on the drummer like a fake tree. <laughs> just falls directly on the drummer while he's playing. And so he just keeps trying to, to lift the tree up to get it back up. And the worship band does not stop. <laughs> they keep going. And for it's a good 45 seconds. He's trying to get the tree to go back up. He's not playing. Oh, the worship like... never, never looks back at him. Nothing. They just, he just keeps trying to fix the tree. Uh, that was really funny. I saw just... I saw a lot of cringeworthy yeah. like, live stream stuff. People like uh, people singing acapella mm-hmm. to worship music. I saw yeah. a little bit of that. Well, here's what I think. Okay, we should understand that there is a difference between being in front of an audience and live streaming, and everybody sitting in their living room. Like one of my biggest pet peeves is when somebody acts like everybody else is in the room and they say things like. All right, sing along now, and like those sort of things. I'm like, oh, this is so cringeworthy. Like, everybody, there's nobody there. Like, everyone yeah. is in their living rooms, and we should treat it as such. Like, I don't think that we should act like everybody's in the room with us. I think yeah. we should know. Okay, this is a live stream, and this is a different setting, and we should treat it as such. I don't know. You know why? You know why that happens? Why? Pastors get into pastor mode. And yeah. sometimes some people they can't turn that switch off. <laughs> like that they're in that lane, they ain't ever getting out of that lane. Yeah. All right, it's time to preach. I'm preaching. And this is how I'm gonna do it, whether there's people in the room or not. Um but they but should here's what we it comes should be across. able to get out of that. Yeah, because here's why it, here's why you should. It comes across as inauthentic. Yeah. That's like, why. Oh, you're all you're always that way when you're in pastor mode. It's like, no, don't you don't have to be that way. Like make call it out, yeah. call out the elephant in the room. Like, do what you're gonna do. Um here's another pet peeve of mine when it comes to live streaming. Um, I think that the live stream should be shorter. Yeah, I agree with you that. You don't need to do a whole... And, and I even looked at our live stream. Our live stream this past Sunday was, I think, 50 minutes. And I was, I was like, crap, yeah. that's too long. Hours and was that was because too. I preached too long. I preached too long. So like pe- people's attention span up. are only so much. I know. I've seen pa- I saw pastors that did services for an hour and a half. That's ridiculous. On live stream. And I saw some pastors that did an hour and a half. And it was just them. <laughs> like, there wasn't a band. Nothing. He, they did the worship. They did the sermon. They did everything. I was like, how can you even talk for an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah. Who who is arrogant enough to think that you can talk for an hour, an hour and a half every single week, and yeah. people are going to tune in and listen to that every single week? That's just arrogance. Oh man, that's uh, that's uh, I don't know. Who would do that? But side note, if you want to learn more about Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast, who, who brings it every single week? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but I do want to hear some other people if they have any great stories. I saw a couple other ones. So um, if you have any stories for us about maybe your live stream and some some of the horror shows that you had of how things weren't working for you, how I, I saw... Oh, here's another one before I get to that. Um, somebody was using a Mevo camera, which you have. We don't use um, it anymore. Yep. So uh, they were using that for their live stream the first time ever. And it, the Mevo camera started leaking fluid. <laughs> what? <laughs> it stopped and started leaking fluid onto the floor. What fluid? I have no idea. So they had to stop their live stream. Um, I've never heard that one before. But if you have any stories or know of any videos of people that are just their live stream just got so messed up or some funny things, let us know. You can email us at nymchristian 
podcast at gmail.com. You can go to nymchristianpodcast.com and go to contact there. You can go to our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, nymchristianpod or Christian Podcast, one of the two. Just search it. Um, let's see. Do we have? A, we don't have a phone line. What else could we? You text Shane individually. Is there <laughs> any uh, Shane? You got anything else you could possibly do? Yeah, easy. Here's what you do: get a mask, put it on. Get some gloves, put them on. Get a hazmat suit if you got it, put it on. Open the door, crawl outside, be really quiet. Find a squirrel, rattle it to the ground. Take its bushy tail. Take your question. Tape it to its tail, slap its butt, send it our way. We will also put on a mask, glove, and hazmat suit, and we'll get it. No problem. No spread of COVID-19, and we'll get your question easy. I don't. I feel like you've, you've done a squirrel before. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. I tried. <laughs> this is this is like the intro for me. I just kind of just try to yeah. knock it out of my memory the second you're done. Yeah. <laughs> just, just forget about it right as soon as I say it. <laughs> um, right, well, here, what have you been doing at, at home? To, 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 to entertain yourself, to keep things uh, somewhat normal for you. I see. Uh, did you see that all these movies are now being released like straight to streaming, like Onward and uh, um, a bunch of other movies that, that have started that have come out in theaters recently that are now coming out um, on streaming. What have you been doing with like the kids? Not not work wise or anything like that. I'm talking about like how have you been able to entertain the kids? Um, pun timeouts. <laughs> Lots of timeouts. <laughs> Uh, Erica's a teacher, so uh-huh. she does school for them every day. Wow. Um, yep, because she's a teacher. I mean, she's got to teach. Teachers got to teach. <laughs> preachers got to preach. <laughs> so <laughs> um, she she does school. Uh, there's a lot of movies that we watch. Yeah. Um, you know, we started playing Drawful with the kids. What's that? Drawful. It's a Jackbox game. Oh. On, yeah. So it's where you draw pictures on the TV. So we play that with them. We don't really play like to play, but it, they, it's hilarious watching them draw stuff and then guess what the drawing is. <laughs> uh, so we've done a lot of that. We do a lot of walks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's most of the stuff that we've done with the kids, keep them entertained. Uh, we have been doing... Uh, we did. A, we started a puzzle, Eric and I. <laughs> uh, we're watching a lot of The Office. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just... we're. This is doing a lot of games, and this week we're going to do a ton of games. Really, we've been trying to do stuff to fix the house up, so that's been kind of keeping our time. But right. yeah, it's been a ton. What are you guys doing to? Well, to pass the hard time? part is that Lauren is a nurse, and so she's has to work, and so she's 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 a healthcare worker, and she's going to the hospital, and so the days that she works, she worked Saturday and Sunday, and so I was just home with just the kids by myself both days, and I was like. Oh my God! Crying in a corner. I am going crazy. <laughs> so it's that's that's kind of tough. But she's home today, which is which is great. So we'll hang out a little bit then. But yeah, a lot of walks and those sort of things. But I think that that we should do a segment that we haven't done in a little while. What do you think? What's the segment? <laughs> uh, we should get into some stupid arguments. All right. Well, let's do this after a break. We need to take a break. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we'll do a stupid argument. Do you know what you know what you want to do? Yeah. All right, that's not, let, let's tease it. It's a teaser. Okay. Um, so so let's, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we'll do stupid argument COVID-19 style.
our favorite candy. Worst vegetable. Best Disney song. It's now time for Stupid Arguments, where we argue about stupid things. And we're back. All right, since we are all in quarantine, and if you're not in quarantine, get quarantined. Why aren't you in quarantine? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Literally, you have to be, don't you? Yeah, yeah, come on, just... Stop it and stay <laughs> home. Um, but since we're all quarantined and we have you know to what? come up, what people already were on their phones all the now, like before you're quarantined, you were already home on your phones, on your laptops, not doing. And now all of a sudden you're quarantined. Now you want to go outside? <laughs> you couldn't go outside this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but now since we're all home and we need to like entertain ourselves and find things to do, I figured that we could do a stupid argument of this. Right? The the best games board game now i'm not talking about video games or electronic game, anything like that i'm talking about board games party games Card any games. sort of like get physical games that you're playing with friends or family okay and also the worst of the two okay. so do you want to start with the best or the worst um let's do why don't you start with your best okay so this is uh for me a game that I always want to play and a game that I find that always be fun for a couple reasons. One, it takes a while to do. And two, there's great strategy involved, okay? Before you say it, have we done Stupid Arguments best games before? I don't know. Have we? I think we might have. Have we? Yeah. But you know what? We're in quarantine. Yeah. We need to talk about it again. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty I, sure we have. I have no clue what episode it was, but I'm pretty sure we have. And I have no clue what my answer was. <laughs> <laughs> but now my answer is we're, we're all evolving people we're yes. all growing we're changing uh-huh my answer my answer is for best uh is Catan, or some some say Catan. Settlers, like, settlers of Catan. yeah i like saying Catan personally but um, what is it uh it's it's a it's a game where you have to collect resources no, to, no i mean what is it how do you how are you supposed to say it I say Catan, but some people say Catan. I don't know. But what is the right, like, there's GIF or know. GIF. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't there's, know. There's GIF or GIF, right? That's, uh-huh. what, that's another example. But the, but the person who, who created it said it's GIF. Yeah. So even though it's spelled GIF, it's yeah. GIF. Right. So that's the, that's the way. So, so anyways, whoever the creator is yeah. has to know. Go ahead. I'm going to figure this out while you're I doing it. I say Settlers of. I'm an investigative journalist. Settlers of Catan. And uh, here's why. Because it creates a lot of competition and when we play with our group of friends it can get heated because there's trading involved there's Mm -hmm. strategy involved but there's also luck involved um our one friend little john hates the game because he thinks that it's all luck and that's just because he loses he's a loser (laughs) but it's it's fun because you can uh you can try to twist each other's arms to to make trades that only benefit you and it just brings out some good strategy good competition and it's a fun time had by all yeah, it's great, and it's it seems like a nerdy game, so you feel like you have to be smart to play it, but it's really not that hard. Yeah, like I don't like Risk. Like you, Risk fan? No, that's not my most hated. But I don't really enjoy Risk. I don't know if I've ever played a full game of Risk. So maybe if I actually gave it a shot, maybe I like it. But I w- didn't want to play Catan. I think we said this last time we did this stupid argument. By the way, I didn't want to play because I thought it was Risk. It's like I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Then I started playing it, and I realized I was really good at it. Oh. So I so I was all about it. And now we have all the expansions. There's like a million expansions. Yeah. They're way too expensive. Yes. This is one thing I'll knock. 
Because yes. it's like 50 bucks for a box. For, and you only play after four players. You want to play five or six, you have to buy the $30 expansion. And then if you want to play a different version of Catan, you need the red box, the original, mm-hmm. and you need the new one, which is another 50 bucks. Yeah. Let's say you want to play five or six players of the new version. You have to have the red box original $50 with the five or six player expansion, which is $30. Uh-huh. Then the new box of the of the one, whatever you want to do, 50 bucks, And then that that version's five or six player expansion with another 30 bucks. So you add that up, there's 160 bucks. bucks. Without tax, $160 (laughs) to play one single game. That's that's going to Disneyland. Like, that's way too expensive. Now, now you could just play the base one, which is just 50 bucks for four players. You'll get tired of it. You play (laughs) too much. You're going to want to expand your horizons. Yeah. Okay. And learn learn different things. If you are listening and you've never played it, because I do really like Catan, this is the time. You're going to be stuck at home. Learn learn. it. And here's what I'll say about it, too. If you've never played it, it seems daunting. It seems intimidating before you play. It's like, oh my goodness, this, there's a bunch of nerds who play this. It looks like it's way too complicated, way too many things going in. Just try it. It really is not that hard. It really is not that complicated. It's fun. Con- and contact Shane if you don't know how. He'll explain to you how to play the game. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> um, What's yours? Here's my, my favorite game. Now, I feel like this is almost cheating. Or I don't know if this is in the rules because it's not really like a board game type thing, and it's also not a great game for being being by yourself or just with your wife or your spe- or your husband. This is a game that you have to play with other people. You need like at least man to play this game well. You need at least eight people, um, and you don't really need cards for this. But even though I do have some, um, but it's a game called Mafia. Yeah, oh Mafia! I love Mafia. We're so not arguing mafia. with this. We're, we're just agreeing. <laughs> here's Mafia. Ready? Uh-huh. Here, in case you don't know what Mafia is, you have a fake town of whatever amount of people are there. Um, some of the people in that town are the Mafia. Their goal is to kill, and quotations, is to kill the rest of the town, Eliminate. but not be caught doing it. So there will be a narrator who's not really playing the game, who make everyone go to sleep. They'll t- ask the mafia to wake up. There will be three people that were chosen at random. Either you picked a card or you had you picked something out of a hat. And that's how you know you're mafia. Those three people agree on the one person to kill. They go to sleep. Then everyone wakes up. The narrator says, okay, well, Shane died tonight. You can tell a funny story if you want. Shane is now out of the game. He cannot play. He cannot give any advice. He's dead. He's ghost. Go play a game by yourself. Then... Um, the rest of the town has to figure out, okay, who is the mafia and try to figure out who to, who to get someone out. Here's the only thing with mafia for me. It's a game of politics. It's what it is. It's lying. Uh If you're mafia, you lie. You have to lie the whole time and you got to do whatever it takes to, to make, take people off your track. And if you're not mafia and they try to accuse you, you got to do whatever it takes. Um, I am very competitive. (laughs) I want to win at all times. My wife is not that competitive, but when she plays this game, she's gotten more competitive because she doesn't like what that game brings out in me because <laughs> I love that game so much. And Erica and I have had major fights over Mafia. <laughs> major fights. Like, like on the way home, we're yelling at each other because yeah. one time I stole her identity and she didn't like that in the game. And then I've, I've witnessed. <laughs> I've witnessed. There have been times where we've all been playing Mafia and I've seen things that you've done and I could see it on Erica's face where she's like, <laughs> I am going to literally kill him. Not in the game, but in real life. Yeah. Like I've seen I've seen you say things and, and in my head I've been like, Oh no, Eric, you should not have said that. Or you should not have done that. The worst one. <laughs> which have we're all on vacation. So if you're mafia, in case you don't know the game, 
if you know that everyone has figured out who won the mafia is, if you're the rest of the mafia, you got to vote with them because you don't you don't want to not vote for your mafia person and then everyone then realizes. Then they'll think you're mafia. Then they'll then they'll know you're mafia. So I get it. As mafia, sometimes you have to vote your fellow mafia person out for the sake of your team, which is the mafia team. If you know they're being voted out, you got to vote with them. So at one point they figured out that I was mafia. Um and I made some kind of argument back, and they all started voting. And I looked at my fellow mafia people. They voted to kick me out, which normally is fine. However, their two votes made it where I was kicked out. If they yeah. didn't vote for me, I would have stayed in. Because other people did not vote for you. Because other people didn't vote, and we would have won the next round. So when I <laughs> saw that happening, in my head, I'm like, I got to do whatever it takes to get this vote to go again and for these mafia people to realize that they're screwing this up. My wife happened to be one of those mafia people. <laughs> So I started in desperate plea. <laughs> I started yelling about how the mafia, if you don't vote for me right now, we'll be fine. But why? And made a huge deal where I was like being a jerk about it. Yeah, and you were. What'd you say? I said, yeah, you were being a jerk. <laughs> you went. Um, and I just kind of just kept, as I was being voted out, dying, just being like, if mafia didn't vote for me, we would have been fine. We would have won this game. But no, you got to do it. And I just made a big thing about it. And I could see it. In my wife's face, she was like, how dare you uh-huh. yell at me during this game? Like, she was just furious. And when we went to bed that night, she wouldn't talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> Understandably. Because <laughs> at the end of the game, they, they, it's just a game, Eric. Yeah. But um, I've gotten in just, fights because of Mafia as well. Like, it, Lauren and it's I ju- have It's just a game, Fokker. It's just a game. That's yeah. basically what was happening. Like, Lauren and, Lauren's gotten mad at me because of things that I've done. Or or I thought she was Mafia when she wasn't. And, and the, it's it happens for sure. Like Because it is an intense game. But that's really why I like it. I yeah. like intensity. I like it when it's like, oh, this is competitive and everybody wants to win and we're going to fight to the death for it. I like that. I like games that you have to risk the 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 livelihood of your marriage in order to do it, <laughs> <laughs> which but is what little, it is. A little skin in the game. <laughs> you might win the game. You might lose your marriage, but you might win in this game. All right. So I, what, are, what are games that you don't like? Um, here's a game that everyone seems to like and i think it's because it's cheap laughs but i do not like it and um it's uh cards against humanity oh that you know that game and um apples to apples is that your least favorite game yeah i I don't like those games at all yeah they're terrible what do you mean is another one like that yeah i hate all of those type of games so explain what that type the type of game we're talking so this is not argument this is stupid yeah uh, agreements agreements is what this is (laughs) but go ahead explain those type of games that we're talking about so i don't like any sort of a game where the way that you win is based on the votes of your fellow teammates just whether or not they happen to like what you put down or what you didn't put down or whatever it may be like apples to apples is a game where one person is voting and deciding on whether or not, okay, yeah, this, this card just happens to be my favorite. You get the point. And they don't know who it actually was. And it's just all like just whoever de- is deciding. I like a game where I know exactly this is what I need to do to win. I don't want it to be based on just the opinion of whoever is the judge that round. That's why I'm not a big fan of sports where it's not determined by the points that you receive. It's determined by the votes that are given. Which I like guess mafia, contest. mafia is kind of like that. It's determined by the votes. But there are ways where you're trying to work. And I don't know. It's, it's a little bit different. What did you say? What did you ask me? I like the slam dunk contest. Like yeah, that. I don't like that. <laughs> any, sort of a, any sort of a thing where it's like, okay, this, just a, this particular judge just judged it this way. I don't like that. Uh, I, 
like you used to like figure skating a lot and then you started getting annoyed <laughs> that. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, figure skating. But Cards Against Humanity is like that. Apples to apples. Uh, I don't know what, what other games are, are along those lines. But anything where it's like it's a big party game and you're just randomly throwing cards out. Now, I enjoy it a little bit more when you can write your own answer. Yeah, because that makes it – yeah, it's just all about the cards. Here's why I don't like it. I like games that there's a strategy involved, and I and people are going to argue this. They're going to say the strategy is you got to figure out what people like. No, it's stupid because there are certain cards that are always winners. Yeah, like, and it, especially in the group, if you have a group of friends that like more dirty jokes, especially in cards against humanity, if it's super dirty, then you're going to win every time. Like that's the magic card, right. and you have to find the person that always picks the dirtiest one. I hate those type of games because I feel like there's no strategy involved. It's just you throw a card down, and you have no control over the cards and what it even says. You're trying to play with the card that is available. I, well, I just, here's, here's, here's our problem is we are looking for strategy and competition. Those games are not meant for strategy or competition. Those games are meant for every, everybody's laughing at a party. That's what it's meant for. Yeah, it just, it's just how I feel right now is I like this yeah. one. It's like, no, because that's not how you voted last time you did this. I, that game is just all about, hey, everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a medal. Yeah, that's, that's what it's about. That's the problem with millennials. Is they like these we type of games that you just want to have fun. No, just it needs to be strategy and there needs to be a winner and a loser and it needs to be determined by the way you play. Not like there's one person going to change their feelings. When, how mm-hmm. do you even know that they're going to change their feelings when they do and that? And if you suck, you deserve to lose. You deserve to lose. You don't get anything for it. You don't just say, yeah. okay, well, this person this time decided, oh, I like this. I like unicorns. You put a unicorn. I'm going to make it no matter if it had anything to do with what the clue was. Okay, boomer. Jeez Louise. Oh, dude, that's what it's all about. Okay, I guess we got that off our chest. We really need to get out. Jeez. We need to get out a little bit more. I would love to get out. But <laughs> yeah, I won't play I'm that just... game. Nope. Any of them. Any of those nope. type of games. But you know what? Do that. I do like... What's the Jackbox game? Uh, that It's kind of like it. It's a... Uh, uh, it starts with a Q. What's the one? Uh, oh, Quiplash. Quiplash. But but here's the difference between that one because that's all about who the who the audience is voting for. Difference is, you're writing the answers every time. Yeah, it's not yeah, just a random that. card. That you're putting and down. then it's there's talent involved, there's skill involved, not just picking a card that was already written for you. Here's one. Jack that's Fox. why that's why greeting cards don't mean anything to me on my birthday. You didn't write it. <laughs> yeah, if it was a blank one that you wrote. Yeah, then I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, there's one new Jackbox game. I think it's called Mixtape. It's the rap one. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing with that rap one. I played it twice now. It's fun. It's funny. However, I've I feel like I should have won both times. Like I did my raps and people were cracking up. Uh-huh. And so and then when I play those games, a lot of times it's hard for me to not think, okay, this person killed last time, and if I want to win, they can't kill again. Even though that rap or that that phrase, that word deserves it. I don't want them. I have to wrestle with that, which is not fair. That's that's kind of cheating, and I don't know right. who else is doing that either. So that is, because of that, those games. But I understand it's all just for fun, whatever. But to yeah. me, it's not fun if I'm not winning. I need to win. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, that's that's what it all comes down to for a balance. It's, it's winning. It's winning. It's winning. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want a pity win. I don't want to win when everybody else wins. I want to win and everybody else lose. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. I want you to see me on top. And go, yep. I'm not there. Yeah, I want you to see me on top and be like, I wish I was a balance scene too. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's what I, I wish want you I to did do. a little more to be there, but I'm not. I have to look up at them yep. who, who took me out. Yeah, maybe one day, maybe one day if I work <laughs> hard enough, but I'm not there yet. 
So it's going to take a lot of effort. <laughs> well, let's get out of here. We got we have stuff to do. I got places to go. I got yeah. people to see. Yeah, I got I got dishes to clean. Yeah, <laughs> I got the for the twentieth time. Yeah, but we're gonna try to keep you guys because this is a time where we have to keep getting podcasts out. Like, yes, people are home. They need to. Even though but I listen I've, to most of my I've podcasts, I've noticed in the that car. I'm not listening to as many podcasts because I listen to most of my podcasts when I drive. Well, let's see how uh, the listens are this week to see uh-huh. if more people listen compared to not. Because it's definitely not quality of episode. Every episode is is fire. It's <laughs> it would be whether people whether how it works whether if people are driving if they listen more or when they're not yeah. driving and they listen more because of it. we'll find out. Oh, how and about how about that? this? People can uh, send us what they want to hear us talk about. Yes, we and would we'll love talk to hear that. It. We 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 had a segment we haven't done in a long time called Not Your Mama's Questions that we would we would gladly. Well, I'm saying it could be that people could send us like theological questions, church questions, pastor questions, or they could also just send us, "Hey, I want you to talk about what your favorite Netflix docu series is mm-hmm. during during a quarantine." Man, mine would be. I'm well, watching, no, we got to save it. I'm watching the Tiger one now. I know. I'm I'm, I'm going to start that Tiger King. Yeah. I need to check it out. I hear yeah. it's awesome. It it is pretty awesome. Anyways, okay, so yeah, let us know any of that stuff. Shane already. Well, I'm not going to make Shane do that again. <laughs> Please. I can't. I can't bear it. Um, <laughs> but we will hopefully be back next week. Yeah. Um, unless like we're not here anymore. Who knows? The world might not be here in a week. Who knows? Yeah. Every yeah. day it's different. So, um, everyone, wash your hands. Stay safe. Get your toilet paper. Yep. Use hand sanitizer. Use lots of hand sanitizer. Uh, clean your house. Yep. And uh, play with your kids. Or if you're a kid and you don't have kids, or if you're um, just home by yourself, then, I don't know, talk to somebody on the phone. What's wrong with you? Read a book. Maybe Read you could have said. Get a Zoom call going. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And you can still do it. Listen to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. That's it. We'll see, see you back next week. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.